Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. I'm really happy that you're here. Today's topic is something that I'm really excited and passionate about, running a marriage and a business. I'm actually dragging my husband into recording this episode with me, which is super exciting. In general, I try to keep him out of the business side of things since he's focused on his own career, but I hope that by bringing him on, you guys can simply get to know us a little better and see how we manage our marriage and business. Over the last four years of being married, we've had to learn and navigate a ton, and even though he's not particularly on the face of my business, he is involved in a lot of the decisions I make. I know so many small business owners who struggle to balance managing a marriage and business, or personal life and business, yet I happen to think that when your relationships with your closest loved ones are going well, your business will better succeed. I know this topic might not apply to everyone if you're not necessarily married, but I can guarantee you that these actions can help you better develop any close relationship in your life while still growing your business. Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Hey, babe, how are you doing? No, no, no. <laughs> For everyone listening, I've really had to, I've struggled getting Frank to come on with me. <laughs> Lots of bribing going on, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about what that bribing is. So, <laughs> um, babe, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you? My name is Frank Mendez. I am married to Morgan Mendez. And I am a rock climber. I work at a financial institution. What else should I say? Whatever you want, babe. <laughs> I love Kai. She's our great Dane. That's basically me. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, he's he's my awesome husband. We've been married for four years now. We actually just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary, which is super exciting. How have the last four years been for you, babe? Pretty rough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, really, I, pretty, pretty good. I think we have done a good job of, uh, having fun in our marriage and, you know, we've definitely had fights and tough, tougher moments, but you know, in this big scope of things, it's not an issue at all. Like we haven't really had any big issues. Right. Yeah. We've been really blessed and, um, we've definitely learned a lot in the last four years. Um, do you want to tell everybody how we got married? Cause that's a really fun story. Like the day we decided to get married? Or? Yeah. Like, um, when we eloped, uh, I mean, I don't know if I remember it as well as you do. You, um, I thought we planned it the night before, but you think we just did it the day of. No, we planned it the night before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you know, I proposed to you on December 26th. Uh, and then basically a month passed by and the night before I was like, why don't we just like go get married? I think. And like, I think that's what I, I, I didn't say, I think I just, whatever. Uh, and I, you know, we, 
I think made a reservation, if that's what you want to call it, and told our parents, uh, which I thought we only wanted our parents to come, but somehow my sister and her husband also came. Um, we got married and I left for work right after that <laughs> because I had just started a new job where I'm working now. And they kind of told me that I couldn't miss any of the training and I had, I was in training. So I got married and I left for work. <laughs> yeah, we didn't spend any time together the day that we got married, but super unromantic. We don't even have a photo to show for that day, but but it is what it is. And that's our story. And but we love each other very much. By then, we kind of knew that we were going to do the ceremony later anyway. So Yeah, so we had our ceremony six months later. Um, and it was just like 18 people, really intimate in the mountains. So, yeah. <laughs> so babe since this is the let's be honest about business podcast do you want to go ahead and share your honest moment of the week uh honest moment of the week i you know the first thing that comes to mind i just got home from work and <laughs> uh this is i'm sure everyone listening you know there's days that you do a lot of stuff but like it doesn't seem to accomplish much today is the first and i just got a new role but you know i kind of got a promotion and a different part of the company um and today is the first day in the first month and a half that i've been in this new role where i actually felt accomplished we were um doing like usability testing on a project that i'm on a product that i'm managing and uh you know really cool things that came out of the usability lab um that just kind of got me excited to like keep working on it and and uh you know, and hopefully be successful with it. Is that a good moment? That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about something that I think is a really important discussion because there's a lot of people listening who have spouses and are running their business and really struggle to balance running a business and a marriage. So that's why I wanted to bring you on, babe. So I wanted to start by asking you the question of what's the most difficult thing that about having a spouse who runs a business for you? The most difficult thing about being married to someone that owns a business, uh, my first thought, uh, it's probably not just the first thought, but I, I think it's the fact that it's hard for business owners to turn off business owning, business ownership. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'll get home and, well, two things. I'll get home and you might, uh, you know, just like want to finish stuff, but don't realize that you always want to finish more stuff. So it's hard for you to turn off business and kind of just go into like, okay, now I'm just not working, you know, like I'm clocked out, and, which I understand. I mean, I had a business myself and, you know, it's kind of tough, but uh, I think some people have a tougher time doing that than others. But the other thing is that I recognize that a lot of business owners kind of work, especially small business owners, work alone. And so for me, the other tough part has been that I get home and I'm kind of, I want to unwind and relax and just kind of be quiet and take in the day. And you've been alone all day, so you just want to talk to me. Like you want me to be really engaged and, you know, so it's kind of a backwards thing between what you, how you feel and how I feel. Um, but at the same time, I think we've like, you know, 
matured in that sense where I get home and you kind of let me, you know, you say hi, we say hi and kiss and quick, how was your day? And then I kind of have my time. And then once we both sit down, then, you know, you kind of engage me again. Yeah, we've found a balance, but it's been, it's definitely been a struggling, a struggling point in our marriage where we've had to work to get that balance. So how do you think, I mean, you kind of already answered this, but how do you think we manage work slash life balance? Um, Well, I think you've, as much as possible, you've tried to make yourself, you know, do a lot of like, be really efficient with the work that you do while I'm working so that when I get home as much as possible, you can be more in the wife um, duty, I guess, if you want to call role. it. For, yeah, role. That's a better word. Uh, then, you know, th- then keep working. And you try to keep weekends open. You're a wedding photographer, so weekends sometimes, you know, that's kind of not an option. But as much as possible, you try to just keep a schedule of, like, you try to match your schedule to mine. And I think that's helped a lot. Yeah, for sure. What do you think that I could do better regarding how I balance my marriage and run a business? I, I think you, you know, if you were able, if you were to improve something, it would be to know how to, on the spot, turn off work and turn on personal, you know, personal life. Okay. I'll try to get better at that, babe. You better. <laughs> top, top. Um, this is a question for other spouses who might be listening, who have spouses who are running a business, or even you don't even have to be married, just si- significant others. Um, so since those type of people might be listening, what are some tips for them in ways that they can support their spouse in running their business? Hmm advice not for the person running the business but per, for their spouse for their or their partner significant other. or significant other uh i would say fudge i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i would say i mean obviously it's kind of depend right per relationship or per couple or yeah i guess relationship um i the way i do it is i try to push you to um step away from work sometimes which i know sometimes can be annoying but i but it's necessary i mean there's a lot of studies that talk about how you actually work better in small time increments and if you take small breaks every once in a while i don't know exactly how long those are but just kind of try to i guess pull you away from work with fun stuff but at the same time i recognize you know if you're like recording a podcast or if you're uh, talking to a client, of course. I mean, those are obvious things. But when you're like really in your flow and being really um, effective in what you're doing, then not interrupting that, which also gives me time just to you know kind of wind down myself for the day. Um. So yeah, just finding a, a good way to balance when to pull someone away from work and when to let them just flow with, you know, uh, with the momentum that they already have. The other thing I would say is uh, just knowing how to be uh, supportive, but also I don't think support is always a, oh, yes, you're doing great. Um, you know, but I mean, if especially if it's a spousal type thing, you know, husband and wife, there's no one that can provide the 
uh, insight that a spouse can or that a partner can, since you know people know each other so well. That so you know leverage that um, you can definitely be supportive, but still say you know I from the outside I see that you're doing this, and I think this is why. No one else can provide that type of feedback, and and you know that's probably advice also for the business owner as well. Know how to take that advice because clients are only going to see a part of you. Maybe other business colleagues will see another part of you, but you know who else can like can can see who you are, how that comes across, and what you do better than the person that you um, spend you know most of your time with. That was yeah. a long answer, cheese and crackers. No, but that's good. And I know that I sometimes struggle taking advice from you. Um, I think it's hard when you're so close that it, for some, for whatever reason, it's always harder to take advice from the people who are closest to you. But so that's good advice for me too, to know, to know how to accept that critique, I guess, um, you know, moving forward. Well, that's a good point too, because then, you know, I, uh, the the people who, so not the business owners, but you know, the, the spouses or the partners or the friends or whatever it might be, um, shouldn't take, shouldn't take it negatively that their spouse or, uh, you know, the other party is not taking their advice or their critique or, you know, whatever it might be, because you're right. I think that happens for, like you said, for whatever reason, it's hard for you to act on things that the person that you live with the most or the person that you're most vulnerable with or to or or your parents or your kids or your spouse you know it's hard to actually do what they tell you to do um so the other person shouldn't take it personal you know it's uh, that's just a natural thing that happens yeah and you're doing it out of love it's not like you're doing it because you want to like insult or you know you're doing it because you care and you yeah and you you know you should find a way to say it constructively Mm -hmm. you know because i'm sure i can be like I can tell you stuff that you just, you know, would, in fact, I think I have, right. You know, made you feel like I'm not supporting you, but, um, and there's ways, there's better ways that I can say it. And there's better ways that you can receive it. You know, if we both improve in that, then I think that'd be powerful. Yeah, I agree. The last question I have for you is what advice would you have for other business owners? How can they be more present for their spouses while also running their businesses? I think, well, you know, it also depends, but I, you have to find a good balance between uh, being really, maybe in a way strict with your schedule, you know, so, because it's also easy if you work from home, for example, to not be really efficient with your work time, you know, because you're going to, you go to the kitchen and grab a coffee or you want, you like feel hungry. So you go eat, you know, really kind of treating it like a work as much as possible, even though there is the benefit of whenever you need to, you know, go to the bathroom or something, you can do that. But so while being strict, also finding ways to keep the spontaneity um, alive, you know, that's something that sometimes we have struggled with, you know, where I just want to take you out somewhere or, and I know it's kind of stepping you away from work, but I think when you come back, as long as I'm not interrupting that flow that we were talking about before, when you come back, you'll be refreshed and maybe you'll have a new set of eyes or a new perspective. Um, and just letting yourself be spontaneous uh, at moment, you know, at times, but uh, for the most part, just being like disciplined about your time and like treating it like an actual clocked in job, I think is important. 
Yeah. Well, and to add to that, I think um, some things that will help because it is really distracting when you work from home. Like Frank said, you have laundry to do or like for us, we have Kai. So taking her to the dog park, it obviously helps her calm down because she has so much energy, but that can be very distracting and pull me away from the work that I have to do. So even just going to a coffee shop, you know, just to get work done, that way I'm not at home and I'm not surrounded by those distractions really helps. So for other business owners who are maybe wondering some some things that they can do to um, help improve that when you work from home. But as far as um, my uh, struggle to be spontaneous, um, I so I don't know if you've done an Enneagram test, babe, but I fall... Uh, I'm a number three on the Enneagram test. There's one through nine. I'll have to, we'll have to go over that at some point or another, but threes are like really um, dedicated and focused on their work. So they have a really hard time getting um, when they're pulled away from their work. But um, just because you fall at a certain number doesn't mean that you can't become more like a different number. So falling at a certain number just means that there's things that you can improve and there are certain numbers that you can want to be like, um, so I don't yeah, know if I'm like explaining that. No, well, it just but. means that, you know, some um, person, maybe not personality traits, but some things just come more naturally to you. Not that it's good or bad or anything. It's just that it comes more natural to you to not want to interrupt your work while maybe someone closer to the nine, you know, uh, might just be, it might just be really easy for maybe too easy for them to get distracted or get pulled away or be spontaneous. Um I think that's the way I understand those tests. It's not so much like you're a, you know, you're a three out of nine or a, it's more, this just shows which side of the spectrum is more natural. You you tend to do naturally uh, the other side you have to work for. But like you said, you know, it's just something to work on and, and try. Maybe it doesn't work for you, but maybe, maybe it, maybe it does hurt you to interrupt your work, but you do come back and, and you do come back kind of refreshed, you know, so. Exactly. So, babe, thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> it was really great to interview. And I'm sure that the listeners have a lot of insight that they can take away and discuss with their significant others. Um, but we have a dinner reservation to get get to. Yeah, okay? I'm hungry. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I love you. Love you too. Well, I'm really glad I was able to bring my husband on. I hope that you were able to learn a bit from him and enjoyed listening to a different perspective. We've definitely learned a lot in the last four years of marriage. And while learning how to navigate marriage and running a business at the beginning was really tough, we've gotten so much better throughout the years. Now that you've been able to hear his perspective from the other side, I want to leave you with the ways that I have learned how to nurture my own marriage while running a business. The first thing I do is I'm very clear with Frank on when I need to work if he's going to be around. Frank and I have gotten really good about my communication about work. There's times, especially during wedding season, where I tend to work longer hours, but being very clear with my husband about when I need to work helps me set those expectations with him so that he knows when I will be ready to spend time with him. It also gives me the freedom to get whatever I need done in a timely manner. The second thing I do is I schedule times for work and times for personal life. I know we touched up on this in my conversation with Frank, but since I work from home, I can generally flex my schedule and adapt to my husband's. I know that Frank's time to work is also my time to work. When he gets home, though, work gets put away. 
The third thing you can do is set business and personal goals with your spouse. Setting goals with your spouse will help you both be on the same page. It will help your spouse or significant other understand where you're at in your work, and it will give you the space to get it done. But your personal goals together will help balance that out so that you're not only focused on your work goals. It sort of just gives you guys a middle ground, if that makes sense. Number four is to make sure that my husband knows that regardless, he's always a priority. So no matter what, if there's an emergency or issue that needs to be addressed, your marriage, your family, those important people in your life always come first. I don't know how else to make that more simple or explainable, but just know that no matter what, your spouse should always come before your business. I hope you don't get so focused on building your business and dreams that you look back years from now and regret not spending time with your loved ones. All right, you guys, you know I'm ending every episode with a listener question, and today I'm answering a question that relates to today's topic from the Olive and Poppy on Instagram. It was asked uh, quite a bit ago, actually. Her question is, do you ever feel guilty for not getting work done so you can spend time with your family? Thanks so much for this question. I have to start by saying that I totally understand the context of this question because you asked this during the busiest time of wedding season. So this was asked months ago, actually. (laughs) When we're running our business, we're going to have busy seasons and slow seasons. And the way I go about navigating this with my husband is I'm very clear with him about when I need to work and when I'm going to be done with my work so that I can spend time with him. Now, there are definitely times where I have felt guilty not tending to my business because my personal life needs a little love. I'm sure at one point or another, we've all felt like we couldn't share something personal on our feeds because we would be afraid that our clients think all we do is just sit around. There is a way to get around this, though. Really, it's just setting clear boundaries with your clients. They need to know that they can expect your response to their email at a certain time, when the turnaround time will be for a product you're delivering, etc. Setting boundaries will set yours and your clients' expectations that will, in turn, help give you the freedom you need to run your business and personal life successfully. I hope that that answers your question. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. Really quick, I want to mention that I've decided that anyone who writes a review for this podcast will automatically be entered to win a $20 Amazon gift card at the beginning of each month. You guys, every month there will be a winner. Isn't that awesome? So go ahead and write your reviews and make sure that you leave me your Instagram username somewhere in your review so I have a way to get in touch with you. Your support means the world to me and I do really appreciate it. Another thing that you can do to support this podcast is screenshot your favorite episode and share it on your social media. Be sure to tag me in it so that I can comment back to you and share it as well. That's it for now, you guys. Thank you so much, and I look forward to another episode with you soon. Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G. Or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at Morgan at LadyIlgPhotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.